the Public News Service Daily Newscast, June the 7th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. A new report sounds the alarm about surveillance technology that could be used to target pregnant people if and when Roe v. Wade is overturned. Since the leaked draft opinion from the Supreme Court indicating at least five justices plan to overturn the landmark abortion decision, New York lawmakers have passed bills to protect abortion patients and providers and to limit the power of other states to extradite people who seek abortions in New York. Albert Fox Kahn with the Surveillance Technology Oversight Project co-authored the report. He says search engine tools such as geofence and keyword warrants already are used to track pregnant people and could be scaled up without Roe. All of the apps on our phone that collect our data are one court order away from being turned into a policing tool. And while that's been the reality for countless Americans for years, that's going to be a life-changing threat for pregnant people in America. The report points to a case in Mississippi where a woman's search history was used to charge her with second-degree murder after a miscarriage. Foxconn urges lawmakers to enact privacy protections to complement abortion protections. He notes a ban on geofence warrants is pending in the legislature. I'm Lee Wolke, reporting. A group of 42 lawmakers last month signed a letter to the CEO of Google asking the company to stop collecting and retaining location data from its users. Kentuckians collectively owe more than $20 million in student loan debt. Research from the Kentucky Center for Economic Policy finds nearly one in five residents now owe student debt, including 20,000 people at or near retirement age. Deputy Research Director at the center, Ashley Spaulding, says the situation is preventing many individuals from purchasing a home, starting a business, or accessing health care. You know, wages aren't going up that much, and the cost of college is skyrocketing, and interest rates have been high on these loans. The U.S. Department of Education estimates that within the past year, it's canceled more than $17 billion in debt for more than 700,000 borrowers. The Biden administration's pause on student loan repayment is now set to expire on August 31st. Experts say it remains unclear whether that pause will be extended into the fall. Nadia Ramblagan reporting. Enrique Tarrio, the former chairman of the Proud Boys and four other members of the far-right group, were indicted on Monday for seditious conspiracy for their roles in the storming of the Capitol on January 6 last year. That from the New York Times regarding some of the most serious criminal charges to be brought in the Justice Department's sprawling investigation of the assault. The Times reports the sedition charges came in an amended indictment that was unsealed in federal court in Washington. This is PNS. Heart disease is one of the most pervasive medical issues in America. One survivor says she hopes her experience can provide an important lesson on how to spot early signs of heart issues. In 2021, Megan Buchholz was struggling with long-haul COVID and recovering from a pulmonary embolism when one night her smartwatch alerted her she was experiencing an abnormal heartbeat. She checked into the hospital where the doctors caught the issue and put her on medication before it could progress. She hopes other women can learn from her experience. I really just want to encourage women to really take a good hard look at themselves and make sure that they're taking care of themselves, especially their heart. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, heart disease is the number one cause of death among American women, causing about one out of every five female deaths in 2017. This is Jonah Chester reporting. 
and tree canopies in city neighborhoods can provide a wealth of environmental and public health benefits in Baltimore, leveraging partnerships between community stakeholders and city programs, has been a key to increasing tree coverage. At Baltimore Tree Trust, the focus is on improving tree canopy access in neighborhoods that have a history of racially discriminatory housing policies like redlining. Baltimore Tree Trust's Ryan Alston says they offer programs such as Trees for Public Health, which removes impervious surfaces like concrete and asphalt to make way for trees. Alston says a successful tree planting is contingent on building relationships with community stakeholders. Community leaders that have those relationships with the residents are able to really help us bridge that gap between our plans and what's actually needed and wanted in the community. It just really helps to build that trust in the community. Last year, Baltimore Tree Trust planted more than 3,000 trees. I'm Emily Scott. This story produced with original reporting by Patrick Dunn for Planet Detroit. Support for the reporting provided by Solutions Journalism Network. And finally, Eric Tegadoff lets us know when Nebraska farmers facing runaway costs for herbicides and fertilizers this year, a new Center for Rural Affairs report suggests that adopting simple conservation practices can help restore soil and improve bottom lines. Kayla Bergman with the center says the practices also put carbon, the greenhouse gas linked with climate change, to work improving crop yields. Our agriculture soils can actually sequester carbon and become a carbon sink so that the carbon is not in the air. It's actually in a form in the soil and can be stored long term. Money and technical support for getting started and staying on track can be accessed at your county's USDA service center. This is my Clifford for Public News Service. We are member and listener supported. Heard on interest radio stations, your favorite podcast platform, and you can find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.